Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one's killer us with Jordan and Ben from Rosemeyer Barbecue in Spring, Texas. And Spring, Texas is just north of Houston. And I've wanted to talk to these guys for a little while now because their food looks fantastic, but also they seem like fun-loving people. I'll put a link below to their YouTube, their TikTok, and I was <laughs> been watching over the last few months a bunch of different videos from them. And you can tell that they're having a good time. And you can tell that they're having a good time during the interview. They're lifelong friends. We go into their history. So as two friends who have a restaurant, we talk about their future possibilities, about opening a brick and mortar. We talk about different festivals they've done recently. This is fantastic. I know for sure you're going to put them on your list. And I can't thank them enough for taking the time out of their busy schedule to sit down and share their story. So sit back, relax, and be sure to visit your local barbecue joint. Good afternoon. I guess it's almost evening for you guys. Uh, how are you guys doing? Yeah. Good. How are you? Living the dream, man. I'm no, I'm doing well. I'm really, really, really glad to talk to you guys. Your food looks spectacular, and I've only heard good things. And every write up I've read about you guys, it's uh, it's so positive. And I just wanted to spread the word more about you guys because even though because there's a lot of options, there's a lot of people that, and so I wanted to make sure that people knew about you and knew your story. You guys have known each other for a long time, right? Very long time. Yeah. I mean, we uh, went to the same elementary school, middle school, high school. We were college roommates. Just my entire life, just known that Jordan's always been there, kind of deal. So, wow, what does that mean to you guys? That that's a that's a big deal. That's you don't not many people have close friends for that long. Yeah, no, that's great. We have honestly like a huge friend group. Not huge, but like a good friend group that's all been friends forever. There's not many people I'd want to do this with, especially venture off and do a crazy business with. And it's great having someone that you're super close with and can trust to venture into this with. That's um, huge. It's ver- it's really yeah. Huge. But it also like people, you know, everyone says like you don't go to business in business with a friend or with. But it depends on the friend. It depends on the family member. And there's mm-hmm. cer- certain people that kind of mesh. And I'm sure you guys yeah. balance each other out. Very much yeah. so. Complete opposites in a lot of ways. So. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, been a great partnership thus far just because we kind of do, like you said, balance each other out in a lot of ways. So, yeah, it's always a, it's been an honest relationship between us two where he's going to call me on my stuff and I call him on his stuff. And it's just all right. We don't, you know, get hurt about that. It's yeah. one of the things we're like, hey, you're not pulling your weight or, hey, you're not pulling your weight. And, you know, the other person just steps up and says, you know what, you're right. It's mm-hmm. work. So. Yeah. And it takes a certain type of maturity in life to be able to accept that, like that's important going like for, for almost anything you're doing to be able to accept that criticism, because you know, it's, it, it helps. It really, it really does help and it helps that you guys are both open to that. Did you guys, so then did you grow up in spring or was it outside of Houston somewhere or where? So we grew up in spring, which I don't know, you're in California, right? Mm-hmm. So probably not too familiar with the region, but we're like probably 10, 15 minutes from the woodlands mm-hmm. and about 30 minutes, 40 minutes from downtown Houston. What yeah. was it like growing up in spring? Was it a small town or was it, it's a little bigger than a small town, right? I mean, it's changed dramatically since yeah. we were kids. You know, people in Houston know the, the roads Kirkendall and 2920. When we were kids in elementary school, Kirkendall and 2920 on all four sides of the intersection were like cow pastures. Yeah. And then now Kirkendall is a four lane road. 2920, I think, is six lanes. You know, oh, there's well. chick fil and Verizon stores and Kroger's all over the place. Yeah, major highways going through. So it's yeah. changed a lot. It's not a small town at all. Because Houston expanded, right? Is that? Yeah, it, it's huge now. I mean, I remember growing up, going, our church growing up was on 2920 in Kirkendall. And 
there would be a like traffic jam about once a month because the fence broke and the cows were running across the road. <laughs> and now, I mean, there's none of that around at all. That's so that is all developed that's a different time. <laughs> that's definitely, and you guys are dealing with cows in a different way. So it's also, yeah, yeah, yeah. we still utilize them. Yeah. It's, full, it's a full circle, but not quite like a more yeah, roundabout yeah. way. But then, uh-huh. so then were you, when you guys grew up there, it wasn't like were you guys eating barbecue and what because like the barbecue that's that's the cut that's happening now the craft i guess i would call it not necessarily right. central texas so that's so different but what, what were you guys eating and were you guys did you guys have any aspirations of working together because i know that like probably i should probably say who's who's ben who's jordan i know who it is but can, can you guys yeah. introduce yourself so, so that people who are watching yeah i'm time? jordan rosemeyer and this is ben hey i'm ben did you guys have any inkling in all that this was going to happen someday no, absolutely not. Did you joke about opening anything at all, like even going into business, like little businesses later on? Oh, yeah. So we've talked about doing business forever together. Uh, we both have like the weird entrepreneur mindset that's like, we should do this. We should do that. We were all over the place. So we had careers before this. And we were talking about at one point doing a volumetric concrete company. Um, <laughs> what is, and what does that entail? So it's a type of like concrete truck, but it's basically got a batch plant on the back. So you can go up and mix small batches, like specialty concrete for people. So weird things like that. And since college, because we went to the same college, we're like, let's start something. Let's start something. Not even necessarily together. Just we wanted to do something to make extra money or to do our own thing. And I always said, I do not want to be in the restaurant industry because it has the highest failure rate. Mm -hmm. And now here we are. So So, no, didn't dream of this. Because Ben, you went away. You went away after college, right? Yeah, I uh, got a job. My degree was in ag science. Okay. I originally wanted to be an ag teacher, and then I realized that I don't think I have the patience for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I went off and got a job uh, managing grain elevators in Kansas. So I was in rural Kansas for a little bit. You know, it's too cold. Loved the people, made a lot of friends, but I couldn't stand how cold it was. For um, for, for for the people that are listening that are city people, like. A grain elevator would be what? All right. Grain elevator. The farmer cuts your corn and he's got to take it somewhere. Okay. And he puts it in a grain silo. Our job is to store the grain and then help the farmer with their contracts of selling the grain to us and taking it to market. Gotcha. Because I've, I've think because like even Blake, uh, Blake's from Southern Milling, it's an old grain mill and that's where trucks would come, right? And they pour the grain. Yeah. To tr- okay. Yeah. I was that guy. I, I had a small crew that the trucks would pull in, we would dump the grain in their trucks and send them on their way. Or, uh, you know, some nights it was, you know, you're getting hundreds of trucks at night to go. We were in Greensburg, Kansas, which is for like two hours west of Wichita and then one hour east of Dodge City. Um, Real small town, got devastated by a tornado a long time ago. That was, and they rebuilt as green. Um, Great people out there. I love them all. But uh, yeah, we were just loading trucks full of corn, making piles of grain on the ground, putting tarps over them. It was a lot of fun, you know, just like this, you're moving and grooving all the time. And then eventually me and my wife kind of wanted to move back home. So we moved back to spring and I was always, every time we visit, I'd come hang out with Jordan and our friend Trevor and DJ and Tyler, all of our college friends, we'd all get together. Devin too, he's going to watch this and say, you didn't say my name. <laughs> so <laughs> we'd, all, uh, we'd all meet up and then uh, it just ended up, I moved to the same area as, you know, all my friends and we reconnected and he was doing this on the weekends. And what did you think? What were you doing? What was your path before the barbecue? So after college, I got a job in uh, Houston 
as a project slash product manager for a precast concrete company. Okay. I was in charge of the traffic barrier. I ran some like MSC jobs, which are, you know, like the overpass panels that have like the decorative stuff on them. Mm -hmm. We would make that stuff. So I would do that kind of thing. And it wasn't all too much going on. I guess it would kind of, it was cool, but it kind of bored me. There was a lot more office work involved than I had thought, which I'm kind of, I can't sit still. So, no, I, get um, I get that completely. Yeah. So I was a little bit bored. Um, so I started sitting at my computer and just like dreaming up business plans and doing all kinds of things. And this just honestly kind of naturally fell in my lap. Me and my roommate at the time, after he had moved off, I moved in with one of our other buddies from college that I had lived with, um, Trevor. And we decided that we needed to make some extra money. So we were talking, we reached out to some former friends, his ex-girlfriend's family, <laughs> uh, about maybe working the barbecue at their, they had a tree farm. So they grew Christmas trees and they sold pumpkins. Oh, wow. So they said no. <laughs> uh, and the next year they called us and that was in 2018 and they let us come out there. So I borrowed Trevor's trailer and I went out there and by trailer, I mean like a utility trailer that had a tiny little barbecue pit on it. And I was way... <laughs> undermanned under equipment it was a lot of people out there and i was just slinging turkey legs and sausage on a stick and i did that for six weekends i think that oh year my gosh. and they said you can come back but you got to step it up next year so so that so it was obvious yeah. that you needed some help for that yeah so bought the trailer bought the pits and just it's been going since then i think at one point that season i was still in kansas but i remember Somebody sending me a Snapchat of Jordan out there. And it was, I mean, this pit, he says undersized. This pit was like maybe eight foot long. It was over the tongue of this yeah. utility trailer. Like four briskets, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just neck deep in turkey legs, flipping them over. And then the owner of the farm was wheeling out his Traeger because Jordan couldn't keep up with the amount of turkey legs. Oh, my legs. gosh. So it was just like he plugged in that Traeger and they just kept going trying to make it, make it work. And so was it yeah. those big, those big old turkey legs? Oh, yeah, like the ones you have at the fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we uh, cut our teeth with, turkey legs and sausage on a stick. That is hilarious. So, so from turkey legs and sausage on a stick to where you are now, that's, yes. that's a little bit of a leap. Right. So, but weren't you – how did the competition thing come about? Like, is that something that in the middle of all this or – College. Yeah. Okay, college. Realistically, it was an excuse for us. Me and Jordan took the long way around in college. All of our other friends – you know, they did the normal four years um, and it became an excuse, me and Jordan, to get all those guys to come back and drink beer. Uh, for yeah, so yeah, we did which is nice. And, yeah. And failed miserably. Didn't win any of them, but had a blast doing it. Yeah, so. it was a great time. Mm -hmm. so. so were they like local Texas uh, competitions? Yeah. Yeah. Some of them that were, we went to some KCBS ones that were like direct entry into the Jack, uh, Jack Daniel. Oh, and Hardcore. Ones. I don't even know what it is, but those were pretty competitive and we did awful because kcbs i guess was not our style we're cooking backyard barbecue essentially with those and we're like man that stuff sucks what are they talking about ours tastes so good looking back didn't taste good but yeah. we thought so but also too there's a specific flavor profile a certain yeah, look right it's very that and that's why like i talk to people more in the bar in the barbecue joint world that's kind of my focus because i don't really know right. that world that's a it's a whole other world and it's fascinating yes. and, and a lot of guys have come from that so then you guys did that in college so you didn't do that after this is so you went you yeah. did that the, the turkey leg and, and the sausage on a stick and then how did you guys 
how did you did you end up doing more pop-ups and stuff or how did that go so i guess basically i bought all of that equipment for the event vending that was done three months out of the year so i had uh the trailer that we have now so like a 24 foot food trailer and our barbecue pit and it was just sitting so naturally i was like man i was getting more and more into brisket so i guess at this point, me and him during college, we did get really obsessed with the craft barbecue scene. Yeah. So we were watching all the videos, all the Aaron Franklin videos, everyone who was coming up, like yeah. everyone's videos that we could stuff into our minds. Yeah. We were doing that. We kind of got the bug. And I had this trailer sitting there. So I just kept cooking brisket, kept cooking brisket, kept cooking brisket, trying to get it like as good as what I remember, like our favorite places being, right? Which local for us was Corkscrew. Corkscrew yeah. That was like the first place we went that we're like, yeah. This is like mind blowing. Yeah. So we wanted to achieve, I guess, or I wanted to achieve a brisket like of that caliber. And I just kept doing it. And then we got brisket to where we felt like it was pretty good and just kept doing that with, I guess, basically all of our food Yeah, and just got obsessed with everything cooking. So, and he was also doing the same thing kind of in Kansas. Yeah. I was experimenting in the house, but the way it just, he needed a spot to uh, park yeah. the trailer. And then it became the place that we wanted to park, or he wanted to park the trailer. The guy said, Tom said, well, I used to have a guy parked out here selling barbecue. Maybe one day you can do that. And then just kind of kept pestering him and pestering him and pestering him. Yeah, because I was keeping my trailer at the concrete plant, and I didn't really want it there. I wanted to get it out yeah. of the elements. And he was like, I'm full, but you may be able to park it out front. Like, he has an RV storage that's directly off of the highway. Okay. So it took us – two years yeah. yeah about two years to get that spot because <laughs> luckily i mean two it years. all panned out really well because yeah. covid hit in the middle of that yeah it was in the pandemic so it worked out perfectly because we would have been no longer but uh yeah, yeah. after he finally agreed we went in there one day and we we're just like let's we're driving by let's pop in and actually talk to him we've only talked on the phone and as soon as we talked to him in person he was like a super nice guy and he's like we could probably try something out and uh, were you Rosemeyer barbecue at the time? Yes. Okay. So as soon as uh, I set up like the little, I bought the food trailer and everything, I branded it and started the company. Gotcha. That's was, whenever we were established, but really we weren't starting out till 2021 with our actual food. So, yeah. but in 2021, Ben, did you jump on board or were, is that when, okay. Yeah. So I moved back to Kansas or I moved back from Kansas, January of 2020 and started a job in Baytown just like an hour from here selling truck parts Whoa. and then just worked with him during the, the fall season at the Christmas tree farm. And then it transformed into, Hey, on Saturdays, let's just do this for fun and see where it takes us and just told our friends. And then gradually people from the community started coming and just started growing from there. So what, so what is the place that you're at? So the place that you're at is the place that you were talking about. What is that place like? Are there other trailers there? Or are you guys the only ones at this one? Okay. No, we, uh, so we were seeking out a spot that was like, we were the only spot there because we were doing a farm that was very high volume before, but the draw was the farm, not our food. So even as our food got better, we didn't really know where we stood with like the yeah, communities. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we had other jobs. So we're like, let's just set up somewhere and just see what we can naturally kind of pull ourselves. And uh, that's why we chose the spot that wasn't like necessarily in like a food truck park or anything. So we have a couple of those around us, but we just felt like it was to see if we could sink or swim kind of uh, yeah, smart. To see what we can naturally draw. And how far are you guys from downtown spring? So old town spring, old town. You, that's what it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, old, town yeah. spring. <laughs> old town spring. If 
man, if you took the back roads were not, I'm not even back roads. If you took Riley Puzzle Road, we're five minutes. Okay. If you want to go from us to Corkscrew, it would take like seven minutes. So that could be something that people can do. That's a. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you said the woodlands are kind of close too. Is that the. Okay. So that could be like a little kind of barbecue. We say we're at 99 and Rayford road. So Grand Parkway and Rayford road. If you took Rayford road, you would basically all the way to I-45. You're in the woodlands. Okay. So. All right. Well, no, it's I'm I'm just so excited. I'm excited. No, no, I I kind of I know in my mind because I knew where Corkscrew was at least. I've Googled it and looked at their map, and I looked where you were. I was trying to figure out exactly how far away you guys were because a lot of people know Spring as that. And then right. so then so then when did you guys take the class from Bill Dumas for the sausage making class? Was that recently? January of last year? So literally like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the what second week of january or first week of, first week of january yeah first week of january last year yeah because we closed last year for christmas and new year um in that second week that we were off we went to austin we went and ate a bunch of places and also did that class with bill yeah how was that class oh man worth it and we underpaid like it was freaking awesome not only was it fun because bill's a character like we got to spend all day yeah, but exactly. yeah that's, like, a, that's our sausage name. yeah uh our sausage game though he like really taught us how to do it right we didn't know what to expect but like within an hour he probably had us figuring out like 90 percent of the mistakes we were making just in the process and like he broke it down so scientific that you're like i never would have thought about that i mean i'm i'm not i'm not brilliant or anything but i'm like i never would have thought about that and he's just he breaks it down way more than you need to and it's just it makes it very clear and easy to learn so yeah oh, that's we showed, yeah we literally showed up and he's got all this stuff on his refrigerators and i'm sitting there reading it it's like six in the morning probably not six in the morning but i felt like it was yeah, it felt super early. It felt super early but i was looking at it and reading it going okay we weren't doing that we weren't doing that we weren't doing that we were just watching youtube videos trial we were doing like trial and error exactly how we figured out brisket ribs pork butts and then but then we quickly realized there's so much science that goes into it you can get 80 percent of the way there on your own for us it was more like 25 percent of the way <laughs> but when you meet with someone like bill yeah. who just he breaks it down and then all of a sudden in five minutes everything that we thought we knew went out the window and was already replaced and yeah. then we just went through the process with it that day that is that's great to hear because I've talked to a couple of people that have taken classes, but I've I've never heard it in, said in that way. And it makes yeah. sense because you know you could you can get to a certain level just on your own, but it is right. it's very specific. And it's like a lot of people that do baking and things that if you unless you're yeah, very, very similar to baking a, a, a really good baker, then you're like, oh wait a second, there's these things that I wasn't even considering. And right. these tricks mm -hmm. that have you know he's learned throughout the ages and he's taught to so many people. It's yeah, it's yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, it just makes it like once you learn that initial kind of like you get your base down, it makes it easier to experiment and kind of come up with different sausages and flavor profiles and stuff because he's already taught you like all the rules of like, don't go over this percentage or don't go under this percentage uh, and all that. So that's cool. What sausages yeah. do you guys have right now? So we're doing a jalapeno and cheese, which is a Oaxaca cheese. Oh. And also a regular, which has got like some marjoram and mustard, mustard seed. It's really good. Oh, that's cool. Were you making sausage? So then were you making it before? And then, oh, no, you weren't. No, we were not making it before. Uh, like we put our sausage out probably like March, end of February or March of last year. Yeah. Oh, so once we're you find comfortable. We're right. buying it from a local butcher shop here yeah. in town. 
yeah. um, people that, you know, everybody takes their deer to and everybody goes and uh, takes their FFA animals to. And Smitty's does a great job. So yeah. Yeah. anybody's cool. going in Tomball wanting to buy sausage, go to Smitty's. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that's a good, that's a good option. If you, a lot of times you don't have people that can't, don't have enough cold space. They don't have enough storage. They don't have right. the ability or they don't have the knowledge like you guys. So that's now that's nice that you guys, Oh, that's because the sausage looks, looks awesome too. So, so let's talk about when did, so when did things transform to multi-days and let's talk about your menu and all that good. stuff. So multi-days actually started because same kind of thing. Us and our friend group were sitting around and all, all for lack of better terms, crying about not liking our jobs we're like man this sucks like mm -hmm. we're all grown up and this is not what we thought like i don't want to be doing this for the most part um, that's, so, that's sad that's so sad it's so true yeah, yeah. so we're all, but we're all like man we're starting companies we're doing our own thing so all of us got on board like at the same time me and him were already doing this and everyone kind of started poking the bear at each other, like texting each other. When are you going to quit? When are you going to quit? Because oh. we all had our companies going at that point. Ben's like, I'm quitting. So he quit. He started doing this thing uh, Fridays by himself. Yeah. Because uh, we were just Saturday before. Yeah. And then whenever he quit, he started doing Fridays. And then I got so jealous, I couldn't stand it. And I had to eventually quit probably like a month and a half or two later. Yeah. Once my job would let me leave, they're like, okay, you can leave. But can you give us at least a month? I'm like, all right. It's one of those uh, jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I really don't like it got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm not even, it's not worth being here. I'm not, I'm not even paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, Jordan's too nice. My, uh, my job, I love the people that I work for and I, I, I love my customers. I just didn't like the job to the yeah. point where like, I wasn't good at it because I just didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And uh, my boss came to me and was like, Hey, do you think you could work the rest of the month? I was like, no, <laughs> I got plans. Sorry, man. Yeah, this thing can't run without me. I got to go. Reality, we already know from Fridays. Uh, I was like, listen, I'm, I'm going to quit. Let's just do it. Yeah. I'm jealousy, Ben, because I'm like Jordan. I'm like, I'd be like one foot out the door all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah. You feel so guilty. You're like, I'll help you out another week. And I'm like, it turns yeah. into like three months. You're like, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Okay. So then, so, so Ben is the one then that kind of instigated it to go to Friday. And then, yeah. Then when then when you came on board, did it become Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Or? Uh, we did that probably what another two months afterwards. Oh, we, yeah, we just kind of staggered it. And then as far as food, you were saying that was the next question. Yeah, the right menu, now. but also too, I, I want to ask you because I've watched because you have a TikTok and yeah, you guys have a, and YouTube, right? Yes, YouTube and uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of like we the same. That one yeah, yet, but yeah. Oh, I found it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we kind of slow rolled that one out there too. Same yeah. with the TikTok. Can't really tell anybody about okay. that. I think we have three TikToks because we lost the password to the other two. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Like it pops up in my thing. And so, and it's also like you could, you could tell. So I'll put links below to all, to anything that you, the, awesome. the official versions of all that stuff. Cause yeah, let me know yeah. after, but I, it's, it's fun because it shows that you're enjoying yourselves. And also, but I noticed in one of the ones with the, I think you were showing how to build a fire or how you were building fire. So you have an M grill. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So M grill. Yeah, Big Blue, we just got Big Blue. Well, okay. I say just. We got it for Texas Monthly Barbecue Fest when we got invited out there. We needed more capacity to cook everything we needed. And uh, we were trying to find something, and we ended up finding that one on uh, Facebook, I think. Yeah. And it was in New Orleans. <laughs> and we called uh, Central City Barbecue in New Orleans and said, hey, we want to buy it. Um, they said, yeah, come get it. But you have to get it out of the pit room. Oh. 
And so that's what our first video on YouTube was, was it was me, Jordan, and a tow truck driver <laughs> trying to get this, how many, it was like 6,000 pound pit out with a car jack and a tow truck. And <laughs> I, I need to watch this. Yeah, they wanted us to hire a crane. We're like, we're buying a used pit. Because <laughs> we, we don't can't have a crane. <laughs> yeah, the crane would be more money than that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But oh, it was a lot of fun. All those uh, little fun things kind of make the job even more yeah, fun. It's memories. Yeah. trips. And <laughs> woke up at 6 a.m., drove to New Orleans. Loaded this pit up, broke every wheel on the pit, getting yeah. it onto the, yeah, the casters. Yeah. Uh, and then got it onto the uh, flatbed and drove back. And the next day we were back here trying to set it up and figure out how to cook it on. But so yeah. what was, so then what were you guys cooking on originally? Was that uh, just what was on the, what was that that small little pit that was on the. So we had the uh, one that's on the back of our trailer, which is, it's very similar. They're both that and the embryos are both very similar to like Bully. I don't know if you know AMB. Yeah. yeah. Pit. Mm-hmm uh but it's called a patterson pit he made them smaller ones kind of more for like backyard guys back in the day Mm -hmm. he's no longer making pits but we had the one on the back of that trailer and then we had a black one that was uh basically like on a utility trailer that had a santa maria on the other side and stuff that we used for the events okay um but whenever we got that trailer we listed the other one for sale and got rid of it the big blue pit Mm -hmm. but you've been cooking off the m grill yeah yeah. and that one is and being a being a bully isn't that it's similar it's not like a jnr it's like a but a bully is it's like the very first iteration yeah it's like a little bit more simple version of a jnr like uh, you don't have any like the only thing that's really mechanical on it is there's like a solenoid that's like a thermostatic solenoid that's run off of a magnet and it's basically whenever it hits a certain temperature range it lifts it up like an intake. Oh. And then whenever it gets over a certain temperature range, it drops it. Gotcha. But it's not really like you can't dial your pit in at 250. You just got to kind of work the dial and like figure out where it's running that day, depending on temperature. And yeah. It just sits within a range. But it's also, it also approves, it proves a point that I had talked to Daniel about like a couple of weeks ago is that you can cook off of any, like you can learn how to cook good barbecue off of almost oh, yeah. anything. It just, it's not yes. always like, it's just because you, you don't have to have an offset to cook good right. barbecue it just it, it's sort of like what people typically think of yeah. but it's not true at all we, we yeah we we wouldn't have made it without that patterson pit yeah. you know whenever we were just doing saturdays those briskets were getting cooked on, on friday and jordan worked like 20 minutes from the trailer so load the firebox let that thing kind of regulate itself come back at lunch reload it check to make sure the trailer oh, didn't yeah and then at 5 p.m we're up there wrapping briskets and then getting ready for saturday service wow that's nice. So, that's that's interesting yeah. for people to hear too, because like right. you know, but it's a lot of people think about. I I need to get a mail scale or a Moberg or a M M&M. and Like it's it's not cheap. It's this like it's it's right. there's value in it, but it also it's you know I see. We, it. we haven't stayed up all night cooking anything since college, really. Yeah. I mean, we stayed up all night cooking a whole hog with Alec and David at J Bar M, but that was yeah. just for fun. For fun, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah the overnight stuff. I like sleep too much for that. I'll be honest. <laughs> Let's talk about your menu. What do you, like, you're open. So you're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday from 11 a.m. or 1030? Yes, 11 a.m. Okay. But what's your menu right now? So right now we're running our, uh, we have our brisket, our ribs, our pulled pork. We have turkey. We have sausage, s- sausage, um, and then pork belly. And then generally on any day, we're going to have, usually at least three specials 
Um, just something random. We weren't really theming them, but then we kind of started figuring out we were throwing together some really random mixes of food. So we're trying to start trying to get better at theming them. I guess so each day we'll have some sort of like rhyme or rhythm to it, I guess, if you will. But, uh, so our menu is kind of random. I think two weeks ago. So like our specials can be anything that we feel like cooking. I mean, that's why we're doing it. It's fun to cook brisket ribs, sausage, turkey. But when you do it every day, you're kind of like, man, I kind of want to make a bon me. I kind of want to make some sort of crazy boudin. Yeah. So we decided to do it. But like a couple weeks ago, I think we were doing a Tex-Mex boudin, sesame chicken, and a half pound meatball with bolognese sauce and focaccia bread. And we're like, well, this is a little too crazy. Let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's start theming this. That's really a compliment. Yeah. So. so when you said theming, like, do you have it like a theme, like a rock and roll theme or a... Or is it like a theme or or like a theme, like a a certain type of cuisine? Type of cuisine more. Okay. Might be like Tex-Mex day or Italian day or something. Yeah. We may not call it that, but that's kind of what we're doing. I guess behind the scenes is trying to theme it just because. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) It gets a little crazy. Yeah. No, I get it. No, I I didn't know. Like if you meant like it's a Metallica day or it's like a, or it's a, you know, a country. I have that idea though. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I'm that creative, but I think we can figure something out. We'll do that one time for you. We'll just say it's Metallica day. (laughs) Yeah. Because I am not, I'm not the biggest Metallica. I know, I know Metallica and I know there's songs I really like, but it would be funny if you did like a Metallica day just for me. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. You already committed to it. You committed to it. We're doing it. So. Okay. Thank you. So, I'll have to send you some ideas. I'll give you some song names. Please do. You create yeah. meals out of that. And yeah, but I'll let That's you know like two weeks before I come and we can discuss yeah, it. That, that would be cool. I'll help out. I can even help out for the night or not for the night because you're, you're never overnight. So during the day nope. before. <laughs> nope. So then, so then are you guys cooking then? Are you cooking Wednesday for Thursday, Thursday for Friday? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Then so, so that works out good. So uh, when are you guys roughly, oh yeah, are roughly selling out? Is it? Or can people show up uh, at any time? Are you getting the line? Are you? Yeah, it just depends. Like, since we are in the trailer, it's highly dependent on weather because mm-hmm. we don't really have very much covering. You know, like sunshades and stuff. Mm-hmm. We've got like a couple of those, but I mean, if it's real wet outside, that kind of yeah, kills it. Or like at this time of year, where if it's like real cold for Texas, you know. But generally speaking, by like two to three is like a normal time. Oh, cool. Sometimes this time of year, we'll be there a little later, like five or so. But okay. it just depends. Can they call you or you do post on your social media if you're sold, selling out soon or is that? Yeah, we just update through uh, social media usually. Okay. They can, people definitely call the trailer and we'll fill them in as well. So, yeah, yeah, that way they can. Yeah, because I think that's that's a smart way to do it for anybody. Right. If 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 you're going anywhere and you're scared they're going to sell out, it would be smart. But some places, I think there's some places, I think Goldie's or somebody doesn't even have a phone number. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, is, I'm not going to say I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> especially in our trailer. Or some of our customers will know this, but like whenever you call our phone, the number, it goes to Jordan's phone and my phone. Uh, and whenever, for some reason in our trailer, whenever our phones are hooked up playing music, if you call us, it'll start shouting out the phone number that's calling you and stop the music. That's so hilarious. Like, hey, three, two. It's like, all right, so let me answer this real quick. Like an Android voice, it's real obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Sidewise, we got corn which is corn sa- sauteed in butter with southwest seasonings just a simple corn cool. we got a dill potato salad we have mac and cheese southern style green beans which are green beans bacon butter garlic just your typical green beans that's good charo beans did i name off five i think i named off five but yeah those are the five that we have yeah okay cool 
And then dessert wise, do you have any desserts too? We do. So we do a house made ice cream that rotates each month. So we'll do like a different flavor of that. And we also have a bread pudding that's like kind of a cinnamon sugar bread pudding. It's made with, uh, so we used to do it with different breads, but now we're doing it with white bread and croissants. Oh, yeah. white bread and croissants. Also, oh, the yes. buttery. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pecans, brown sugar. Yeah. It's like a, a rich French toasty. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Whose idea is that? Do you guys get recipes for, oh, for uh, Jordan? Yeah. I never had bread pudding until he made it for me. I was like, who the heck eats bread pudding? Everybody. I eats, love bread yeah, pudding. He's like, everybody eats bread pudding. The only person that really doesn't is like, okay, fine. Yeah, but Ben, I've never, I only had it, I've only had it a couple times. They don't have it out here, really. I've never seen bread pudding on a menu. Maybe, yeah, like maybe a Southern place or something, but that's awesome. That's really, that's fun. I know a lot of barbecue places don't have bread pudding. Yeah, for a while we were trying sticky buns, uh, like cinnamon rolls homemade. Those were awesome. They were awesome, but we weren't selling any of them because it was the summertime and nobody wanted like a warm sticky cinnamon roll in the summer and so we just pulled <laughs> yeah, those okay, off it was taking like yeah it took him like half a day to make them each time it'd be like a four hour process yeah for like eight cinnamon buns to get sold <laughs> uh, this isn't worth it isn't that funny how things go like it's like but at least you can laugh at it it's like but it's right. it depressing you're like oh man i spent all this effort yeah mm-hmm. so what was it like getting some interest by da- daniel vaughn that was really cool yeah, it was. Uh, it definitely came at the right time too. I mean, yeah, we uh, we hadn't got any interaction from anyone realistically in like the food world. So to have him come by, he was our saving grace because realistically we were kind of at our breaking point with the business. Wow. Just it was at that point where we're like, do we want to keep doing this forever? Because obviously we're not getting the traction that we need to grow this beyond what it is right now, which is fun and great, but we at some point need to make money. So yeah. um, strange. Yeah, it's crazy. I know most people don't, but we're just <laughs> we're like that. Um, no, I had just had a kid. Like I had a kid in on February 28th last year and it was like a month into having her. And I was like, listen, I might need having to go get another job. I'm looking on Indeed and Glassdoor, like seeing if any of these barbecue places are hiring someone just to cut, you know, so maybe I can still do what I like to do. And then maybe I could go sell rubes or something. And it was like that. It was that week that I started looking that we were looking out the window and Jordan was like, Holy crap. You see who that is? And Hands are shaking. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and I mean, and I played, I'm sitting out the window and our first customer, he looks at me and he leans up to the window like this and says, is that Daniel Vaughn? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And there was five or six people in front of him, and we were just crapping our pants. And <laughs> he got to the window, and we played it cool. Like, we didn't know who it was, but the whole time, I was shaking at the knees. And yeah, but we were trying to cut, and I like, can't even focus on what I'm doing. I'm, like, grabbing things out of the warmer. It's not the right thing. Yeah. yeah, I was freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. It's it's such it's such a big pivotal moment for barbecue joints, right? Yeah, I mean, especially at that point with us, it was you know, this is the only publicity we might ever get. So frankly, if we mess this up, we might as well pack it up and go home because yeah. if you know if he if the guy that is what people say he is the de facto barbecue guy for Texas doesn't like our food, yeah, we could just be the barbecue trailer on the side of the road for the rest of our life. And yeah. I got big dreams. So <laughs> it was more than pivotal. It was, it was 
kind of right. a make or break kind of situation. And then you got the write up, and then because you were top twenty five too, right? For the top twenty five new barbecue joints, right? Yeah, was that for that, or was it for the write up first? That was the first time he yeah. came. Was a write up. Um, yeah. He, the write up. He it was came. a great write up. I yeah. I'll put I'll put a link to that below. That was awesome. yeah for sure. It was it's you know saved our lives, our careers. Yeah. Um, especially you know once he wrote that, there's local food bloggers out here that. One lady, Police Happenings, all she does is, well, one of her things is she listens to the police scanners and then she posts about it. Like, this is what's happening on this intersection. But another thing she does is she goes out and she finds struggling businesses and goes out and tells all of her followers, you know, 100,000. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's go attack this place this weekend. At least get them through this weekend. Kind of deal. And she oh, sent wow. all of her people out there, too. So It's all local. That blue like the, the doors open for people to find out about you guys and then start yeah. coming and then and then you got you got a write up from jc reed which was i think yes. the end of this year yes yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes you this year <laughs> well it was almost this year last like year, it was yeah. last year it's just whatever it is yeah. just recently yeah <laughs> during this yeah. millennium yeah during the, 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 the 2020s yeah yeah so it was just just recently and then you got the the 25 you were on the list for the 25 new our best mm -hmm. new barbecue joints is I forget what he called it, yes. but that was yeah. that's yeah, and that's and then ever ever since I think it was must have been from Daniel's write up is when I started following you guys and checking your food out. And I'll put links to all your stuff below because your food looks like it looks like you really care about what you're putting out. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. we do. And yeah. it's and it's I know it's it's, it's important and it's also you want to grow. So do you have dreams of then a brick and mortar? Is that something that you want someday? Yeah. We are in the progress of working on that right now. We are trying to purchase something because we just uh, would rather that than rent because we've been looking around and it's just kind of crazy how much they want in our area to rent like a pretty small storefront. And we kind of have dreams of our own concept of how we want it to be. Mm -hmm. So we're working right now to find property and then start the build out. We oh, just that's awesome. Yeah, we just haven't found the right place yet. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we have the budgetary constraints and also like the things that we want as far as like, I guess the vibe, if you will, mm -hmm. like to put off the right kind of vibe for people. And uh, it's just been one of those things we've been looking around and just haven't found the right spot yet. But as soon as we do, our goal is to basically have something hopefully open by this time next year. Cool. That's that's so. awesome. That's, and that, that'll be here before you know it. So that's, so if, if people follow along, they can go, they can visit you guys at the trailer and tell yeah you guys transition definitely yeah and a lot of our customers come to us now and say hey you know the donut shop down the road is closed uh, down so take over that and the thing that we like to explain to people is you know i would instead of paying rent to somebody or a landlord i would rather pay that back and own a piece of property mm -hmm. and be able to eventually expand my business more yeah. than just being in a strip center no fault to anyone who's in one it's just that's our dream and what we want to yeah. do and that's why it's taking longer than most other people right now yeah and that's a smart business tactic too like if you talk to someone like pat martin it's an investment and it's also like the mcdonald's thing it's like the you own real estate that you become like a real estate company like those yeah. guys have many yeah. different yeah so it's it's a smart it's a smart business thing it's if you can't do it you know and if and if you could also make enough money to to cover the rent and really make a profit then it makes right. it does make sense but i know places that the rent's so crazy that i can't imagine they're making any money at all and it's just for any type right. of restaurant yeah that it's was crazy. all the places we looked at here is like yeah. you want so yeah. much money to rent that there's not many skin on the bone for me to make a salary yeah. so yeah. it just doesn't make sense at that point. yeah that's why some of these food halls and stuff that people have i've heard pop up and uh i'm like how the heck there's no way like somewhere like ten thousand a 
month or so, like some crazy thing. Like, right. wait a second. That's yeah. yeah. Well, but it's, yeah, you're looking at tiny spaces. So it's yeah. Crazy. If you're in a big city, maybe yeah, it'll work like maybe a Chicago or something like that. But right. so, well, that's cool. So can you talk about what was that event that you guys were at recently? Oh, so it was a JBRM, right? It was a JBRM. Okay. So we did the, or are you talking about the one with Houston Barbecue Fest? The whole hog? Oh, or the... oh yeah, there's <laughs> there's that too. But uh, I'm not Barbecue Fest, sorry, the throwdown. The throwdown, no. Well, b- both of them. Let's talk about both of them, yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve, we'll start. That was the uh, first one. So we did New Year's Eve day. We did a collab with Jay Barham and David Dan, mm-hmm. and we did that whole hog roast. It was a, do you know what the farm name? It's Sully Farms. You can find, find her on Instagram. She does heritage breed hogs. I think she's up in Marshall, Texas. Yeah. Okay. Um, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. That yeah. was some of the best hog we've had ever. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Had you done, had uh, you done whole hog before? Nah. That's a cool experience. It was, uh, another one of those things we wanted to uh, try and experience it yeah. and kind of someone help teach us. So that was a great opportunity to kind of cut our teeth with the hog. And how uh, was that we, working with him? How was that with, cause J Barham had, they, I don't think those guys had done whole hog before. Maybe they do a whole hog. I so Alec, Alec has. Alec and has. Okay. I went up there and tried his food and me and Alec were talking and eventually, you know, we just made a group message and Jordan was like, Hey, why don't we just do an event at J Barham? That'd be fun. And called david and that place is sweet yeah yeah that is a barbecue cathedral yeah is, i've seen photos that is awesome yeah. yeah i was drooling the whole time i was there yeah because they, uh, they've had i think they even had something for like uh for that top chef or something i think that was like that was at that location it something. and then david he's a he's a savant at cooking whole hog he loves it so yeah. much yeah. And, yeah that dude's a character so we did that we did whole hog so the soy farms heritage hog then we did collard greens black-eyed peas um uh and a maui wowie sausage and that was the maui wowie was jordan's brainchild he did an all pork sausage with our yellow mustard sauce on the inside uh chili pekins and pineapple and it was just a sweet spicy when you eat it you're like what am I eating? And then you eat a little bit more and you're like, all right, this is surprisingly yeah. good. It you know, sounds pineapple. really good, actually. It yeah. takes you off guard because it's sweet, but it's pretty good. Yeah, instead of water, we use that mustard sauce. It's like the binder, so it adds to the flavor quite a bit. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's an interesting idea. That's killer. Are you going to ever put that on the menu at your place or no? Um, Maybe one day whenever we have like an actual brick and mortar. Yeah. Because we did, like before the event, we were serving at our trailer, like as we were dialing in the recipe and everyone seemed to really like it. So I think it would sell well, but... It's uh right now we have a lot of different items we're throwing out, so it'll probably just be a special yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the restaurant. So that's that's yeah. right. And so then you guys did the, the Houston barbecue throwdown, right? Yes, that, that was been, fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We had never really done anything with like last year. We went to the Houston barbecue festival, but we had never actually like cooked anything for them. So that was like super cool getting to um, also meet all the other Houston joints that we hadn't quite got to talk to like corkscrew. Like we said, they like were someone we looked up to forever for yeah. forever. And, uh, Will was one of the judges. So we got to meet him and Nicole and, oh, nice. really cool. yeah. Yeah. and their whole crew was there. So, yeah, we've been big fans of them for a long time, yeah. you know, since they were in the trailer on booty road. So it was like a full circle moment of, Hey, we finally get to meet the people that, you know, really got us into this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> have they, have life. they been to your trailer yet? Uh, some of their crew had, but yeah. they haven't yet. Yeah. They, they're busy. They're always they're busy. Yeah, they're amazing people. They really are 
salt in the earth type people. So that's mm-hmm. that's cool. And then also wasn't um uh Cooper from Barre what they were yeah. Like, Cooper was there. He got a first place in People's Choice, actually. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw a picture of yeah. that. Yeah. Did an awesome, I think it was barbacoa on uh, Martin's bread with a chili verde or oh. green salsa. It was pretty dope. I yeah. was, it was good. Good. yeah. That's cool. My dad came up to me and goes, dude, have you tried this bar A place? I was like, yeah, he's got <laughs> some awesome food. Yeah, it's food and it's very creative. So that's it makes uh-huh. me so happy that all these places and these places didn't exist like you guys on the like five, six years ago, they weren't you guys weren't even around. Like it wasn't you were doing stuff, but it wasn't in the capacity that you're doing. Right, now. right, exactly. That, that, I think Brett's wasn't Brett's barbecue, um but, uh yeah, was it what they call them? Oh, barbecue shop, right? Didn't they? Yeah, Brett's yeah. barbecue shop. They were yeah. there as well. They got first place judges, uh judges choice. They did was it beef short rib? They did beef cheek, I think, with like um uh, mushroom something yeah with the mushroom and then over a cauliflower puree i think and that was awesome too yeah i mean lacruda was out there doing tater tots and that was another thing that wowed me uh, i think jay bar did um their jambalaya yeah oh. Etufay. Etufay, i'm sorry yeah, yeah. yeah. i like to those up too. <laughs> yeah mimsy's did a meatball a lamb oh, yeah. meatball. oh yeah i'm sure anything mimsy's does was insane yeah. those guys yeah that was our that's, first time to meet them too, so it was cool. That's nice. See, that's and that's what's what's cool for people. They should any anytime Houston barbecue guys do it, but at any kind of festival, people should go because it's a great way right. to interact. But also, it's good for you too to get inspired by what other people are doing, oh, and yeah. then it, for the next one, you probably want to. You're like, oh, I gotta think up something interesting for. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. And you're at St. Arnold's, which is awesome local yeah. brewery. So yeah. pretty cool. That was that's a awesome. super fun event. You know, you show up and drink beer and eat barbecue all over the place yeah, yeah what's no. wrong with that nothing's wrong with that no complaints yeah. no complaints <laughs> whatsoever do you guys don't serve beer at your trailer right we don't we don't sell beer but we give away free beer okay but people can bring beer to your oh yeah bring you can bring whatever you want we just uh we give away free like miller light usually and some like craft beers and they're like some ipas yeah. and stuff cool so that's awesome well, I, I thank you guys so much. We've talked for a lot long. Like I'm, I'm like, I looked at the clock. I'm like, well, we've talked. It didn't seem like we were talking for as long as we have been, but it's, I'm just, I'm really proud of what you guys are doing and I love your attitude. And I'm glad that like that things turned out the way they did because, you know, it could have been different if Daniel didn't show up. It's, you know, I'm, I'm happy that he came at that moment. That was, uh, and obviously with a, a little a child, that was like, it's, you know, you're yeah. thinking like, what should, you know, you want to make sure you, you can support your family and, this is right. yeah but and also to thank you for you know taking the time to figure out to make this work because i you know i really wanted to talk to you guys thank you guys so much for taking the time yeah. and i can't wait to visit you it's gonna be killer it's gonna yeah, be dude awesome. we're stoked yeah Come on we, down. we awesome. appreciate you interviewing us and it was thank great you. talking with you